Hmm. Take a deep breath in with me, folks. <sighs> Welcome to the weekly groceries once again. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time and the energy to be in this space with me. And if you are new here, then welcome. My name is Catherine and this is your weekly delivery of food for thought, food for your heart and food for your soul so that we can gobble it all up and grow the garden of our lives. And usually I like to film these videos in a greenhouse, this very tiny greenhouse that my mum has. But unfortunately, I'm not there right now and my parents are actually selling their home. So we won't have that greenhouse anymore, but it's okay because I want to talk to you today about, and by the way, if you're new or, you know, if, you're, if you come here all the time, please introduce yourself in the comments or just say hello in the comments, letting me know that you're here and tell me how your week has been so far. This is a space where I do not really wish to just be talking out loud to myself uh, with no one communicating back with me. So I hope to and aim to make it an interactive space where we are all creating a lovely garden together, the garden of our lives combined, uh, where we, we nourish each other's roots essentially and we give each other uh, that love and support that helps us individually grow. So we are growing individually, but we're growing together. We're all in this together, right? <laughs> and usually, hang on, before I get into that, usually I offer you a beverage. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a beverage for you this week. I only have my bottle of water in my little carrot juice bottle because look how sexy this bottle is, which is great. Um, but it's, it's Harrogate, Harrogate's finest spring water that's in here from my tap, um, which is where I am from. Um, but earlier I had some hot chocolate and it started to make me feel a bit sick. So I would have given you the hot chocolate, but I threw it all down the sink. So I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but get yourself a cup of tea, anything that you usually like to sip on and make yourself comfortable here. The aim of this is so that you can kind of listen to the weekly groceries when you're having a bad day or at the end of your week when you just want to unwind, maybe you're driving somewhere and you pop this on in the background or maybe you are at the gym or you're walking somewhere. It's just easy listening, a place where we can chill, a place where we can feel safe together and just hang out. Just hang out like bros <laughs> on this little corner of the internet. But I wanted to talk to you today about something that has really been on my heart, which is how to, how to trust that things are aligning for you. Because honestly, in the, oh, and by the way, sorry, I go on, if you're new here and you don't know me, you don't know this, then you'll get used to me going on many, many different tangents. <laughs> so if you don't like that, and you like someone that kind of really sticks on one point and what they're talking about, this is not the place for you because my, my mind enjoys exploring and adventuring in lots of different directions. But what I was going to say is, uh, please tell me what you are grateful for this week. 
This is something that we, we like to do. We'll call it a tradition. It's a tradition here on the weekly groceries. And if you like, if you are liking this, if you are enjoying this space that we are creating and enjoying growing your garden in this way, please give the video a thumbs up. It lets me know that you are enjoying things and subscribe. Subscribe as well if you haven't already. If you would like to see more from me and keep receiving your delivery of your weekly groceries. So what we're talking about today is how to trust that things are aligning for you because this is something that we hear in the spiritual community all the bloody time, left, right and center. Just trust, trust things are always aligning for you. Trust things are working out for you when really you might read that and think, how the fuck can I trust that things are going right for me when it all feels like it's crumbling apart? And I feel like I've cracked the code to understanding this and I find myself in a place where I really do trust the flow of the universe. I really do trust that every step that I'm taking is the right choice for me. Even if that later on turns out to be a mistake, sometimes I actually do believe that there are no mistakes in this world. There are no coincidences. And so I'm going to tell you a lovely little anecdote that really helps me to instill this sense of trust in the universal flow. And the first thing I want to say before I get into that is stop believing in things and start having faith in things. Because belief, belief is collections of thoughts inside of your own mind. It's being very attached to and identified with the things that your mind is saying, like saying to yourself, I believe that I am going to make this amount of money this, this year. I believe that um, I believe, and you know, when we talk about beliefs, it's talking about different kind of fixed mental positions that we have inside of our heads. So I believe that I'm a left wing, I believe that I'm a right wing, and it's all coming from thoughts inside of your head. And when we try and believe in certain things, and this is the case when people try and um, utilize the law of attraction, they say, you have to really fully believe that things are going to go right for you. Like you're gonna make this amount of money in your business. You have to really fully believe it and tell yourself this belief. Or you have to believe that you're going to meet this kind of person with these kinds of qualities and that person's gonna end up being your soulmate. Just believe in it. Really, fully, truly believe in it. But still you're operating on the level of the mind. You're operating on the level of thoughts. You're trying to intellectualize things. And when we start doing that, we start getting into a very slippery slope of believing that things should look a certain way in our lives. And that's really what I feel like the law of attraction, that people's kind of compulsion towards an attraction, towards the law of attraction, uh, has, has kind of led to a, a lot of in the community, is people sort of attaching to beliefs and ideas of how they think their life should be. And their beliefs of what abundance should look like to them, like having loads of money and setting all these goals and aspirations that, you know, if I believe in this and I believe that this will happen, then it's going to happen for me. But I don't really resonate with that. There's been a part of me that never really has. And especially following my mentor, who I'm going to explain how I found my mentor and how she has inspired me so much on my journey uh, later on in this video. But I want you to really deeply trust in divine intelligence, in 
the force that is greater than anything that your mind can conceive. So instead of believing, believing that, oh my God, yes, I'm going to be successful. All these good things are gonna happen to me. I believe I'm going to, I'm going to get that job. I believe I'm going to make this amount of money. I believe I'm gonna get this amount of followers. Scrap that. Scrap operating from the level of your mind and getting so fixated and attached to a certain outcome that you are chasing. You are chasing and then you're like, oh my God, I feel like this thing should be happening. And then it, it makes you feel deflated. It makes you feel like, oh shit, things aren't going well for me. When you are not achieving and attaining this idealized fantasy that your mind has conjured for you. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is really start having a deep faith. A deep faith that you're going to be okay every step that you are taking. Focus on that. Focus on being okay with yourself in every present moment. This will help you stop being so focused on the future and it will stop creating resistance between where you are and where you want to be, where your mind wants you to be. And to, to differentiate the two a little bit more clearly for you, I feel that faith is, I'm not talking about religious faith, by the way. I'm not talking about worshiping this one monotheistic God. I'm talking about faith as being this deep, unshakable, intuitive, strong knowing that wherever you go in life, whatever the flow of the universe wants for you, it's always gonna be for your highest good. It's always gonna take you exactly where you're meant to be. And how do you start doing this? How do you actually start experiencing this? Not just through your mind, just being like, yeah, I believe that everything is aligning for me and everything's fine, but actually, you know, feeling it in your bones, feeling it in your soul as this truth that it's all good, that you can surrender, you can fully surrender, you can let go of control, you can let go of trying to control, making things always go the way that you want them to. <laughs> and just trust that what is meant for you is going to enter your experience exactly when you need it. And the reason that I can share this with you and talk about this with you is because I had to go through that whole process of really learning what it really feels like to have a strong connection to that universal flow and that divine intelligence. I'm talking about a divine intelligence of the universe, not just as some esoteric thing, but this is, it's a, it's a force, it's an energy, it's a current of energy that knows way better than you, that is, is always leading you, is always guiding you. It's just that you might not be willing to listen. You might not be in tune to really know what that feels like. You might not know what it looks like when the universe is communicating you to you with signs. So how do we work on really cultivating this deep faith that and, and being okay, feeling okay and feeling safe to just surrender to life's unfoldment is you go and you reflect on your past and you find the lessons in every step of your journey. When you start to do this, and when you realize that actually every situation that you've been in, even if you perceive it to have been negative in the past, was actually fostering the perfect environment for you to grow and learn that lesson and take it to the next level with you, that means that anything that comes into your experience, anything that could ever come into your field, anything where that universal flow could ever take you, is always helping you, 
is always helping you to expand, is always helping you to let go and shed parts of yourself that no longer work, is, is helping you to integrate all parts of you more fully. That is when you really know that you're gonna be all good. You're gonna be all right. And so the key to all of this really, and I'm gonna explain how I arrived at this conclusion, <laughs> which by the way, you don't have to believe in what I'm saying. I'm encouraging you to find out for yourself how you can start having this unshakable trust in life's flow, knowing that you are just gonna ride the wave, you're gonna ride the wave, and as long as you feel like you're tapped into your heart every step of the way, as long as you are not in conflict with yourself along the way, as long as you are really willing to tap into that self-trust inside, then nothing can really touch you. Nothing can really, really harm you. You've got to have that deep, deep, deep trust inside yourself that the universe is going to give you the resources when you need them. The universe is going to deliver things exactly when you need them. Please trust this. And how do I know this is because in my life, I look at things where in the past I thought that things were going wrong, things were not going my way. Like I, I look back and reflect on some of the people that I dated in the past. And for example, with my first boyfriend, I remember um, because we were really, we were really obsessed with each other. It was very, it was very intense in the beginning. And then my insecurities got the best of me and things kind of dwindled apart after then. And I remember feeling really upset when we broke up. Um, I just was in a place where I just felt I really wanted to get, I really wanted to get him back. I really wanted to get back together with him. And at that point, I was not so involved on my journey to really understand how that was actually helping me. Um, but that was a very pivotal point in my life because it led me to find my mentor who has had the biggest impact on my life. And I honestly, I'm not gonna cry because tears, even the tears, the tears that come out of my face will not do it justice, just how grateful I am for my mentor. But basically I found her, I found her because she's a relationship and dating coach. And had it not been for my breakup, had I not been so desperately trying to make things work and I was, you know, researching online, things like how to get how to get your ex back and things like that because I was so I felt so insecure within myself I'd not worked on my unworthiness problems like yet I'd not really worked on and become conscious of my low self-esteem issues back in the day <laughs> um, I had not really arrived at that level in my self-awareness to see just how that event that at the time I was resisting at the time I thought this should not be happening I had that belief I had that belief in my head and I was stuck on the level of the mind, believing that this shouldn't be happening. Why does this have to happen? Why can't he just like me back? Blah, 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 blah. Why can't he just text me back? And I had, I had all these beliefs that were counteracting the universal flow. And I believe that all of this was supposed to happen that way. It was most definitely supposed to happen that way so that I could learn to love myself more and I had to keep on repeating that lesson many, many, many times, as I'm about to tell you. But basically, my breakup with him led me to finding my mentor, who now, she is not just a relationship men coaching mentor to me. She is, she is, she's like my bloody guru. She is literally like my guru. 
Her name is Katerina Fang, and I would happily call myself a disciple of her because I, I resonate with her teachings so, so deeply. And I would not, I probably would not be here on my YouTube channel talking to you and you know sharing my insights with you had it not been for her. So that's just one example of how something that at the time seemed so bad really actually led me to one step closer to becoming and evolving into a more aware and loving person towards myself and towards other people. Because at the time I was, you know, I was in that victim consciousness. I was blaming, I was blaming him uh, for not doing what I wanted him to do. And I was just in a lot of resistance at that time. I said, I had that belief that this should not be happening. Why is this happening? Why do I have to go through this pain? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, when we're stuck in that kind of victim consciousness, we cannot see the bigger picture. We cannot, we cannot have that expanded awareness that is required to really zoom out and see, wow, actually this could be helping me to respect myself more. Or this could be helping me learn how to forgive that person. Or this could be teaching me how to let go when previously I've been someone that holds on so much. And the thing is, I encourage you, to always see things in your life from that zoomed out, expanded eagle's eye view where you're able to see everything. You're not just so zoomed in on one thing saying that, oh, I really want this thing to happen or this thing should not be happening in my life. Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? But you zoom out, you start to zoom out. That is really where you find your power and that is really, this is the place in which trust resides, up in the heavens. Not down on the floor, you know, looking up and crying over spilled milk, you know, crawling everywhere, being like, why is this happened? Why is this milk everywhere? Why did I have to spill it everywhere? Oh my God. But really you get up, you get up, you stop crawling on the floor and you start flying up towards the sky like an eagle and starting to see everything, including your peripheral vision, you know, why? Why might this thing be happening in my life? What is this thing kind of trying to teach me? What is it trying to show me about myself? What can I learn from this? And when this happens repeatedly and you become so adept, adept and trained in finding the lesson in the challenges in your life, it builds this momentum so that you understand that it doesn't matter what life throws at me right now. It doesn't matter if this previously thick this thing that you previously would have seen as a bad thing happens or enters your field you start really seeing wow actually this is here to serve me this is here to serve my highest good this is helping me become a more evolved person and sometimes we have to have things fail like we have to have um i don't know we have to find out go into a job and then find out that we don't like it later on uh, or things to go wrong in that job for us to then realise certain things in our life that actually maybe this thing isn't what I want. Maybe at the time I thought it's what I wanted, but I now realise through going through that process and seeing it with my own eyes that this no longer works for me, that that means it's time to upgrade to something else or that means it's time to move on to something else. And so I trained myself essentially to do this until, um, and I, I went through multiple cycles of dating people, for example, dating guys, where in the end I would always feel this sense of lack or I would feel this sense of insecurity inside of me. Or I would date people that I don't really feel that connected to, to be honest, 
Um, but I just was doing it for the internal sense of validation. And I had to go through these different cycles and I had to go through these different lessons and oftentimes very painful things. Uh, the pain of realizing that, you know, um, I was projecting my insecurities onto the situation or the pain of things not working out the way that my ideal idealistic mind wanted them to. I had to go through all these different motions, but in the end I would not change a thing. I would not change one single thing. Because even though there were some times where I would just feel really, really insecure and I would feel um, unworthy of other people's love, for example, I realised that all those feelings were serving me. Those feelings were most definitely serving me because they helped me to let go of my inner wounds. They were hi being highlighted to me at the time. In my unconsciousness, I didn't want to look at them, I didn't want to see them. But now it's, it's set me on the path to really be committed to my spiritual journey, to be committed to growing. And I had to have those contrasts of feeling unworthy and of feeling shit about myself, of feeling like I can't, I can't do relationships, that's just a kind of belief that I would tell myself in the past, to then realise that actually these things were all teaching me how to love myself more. They were teaching me how to uh, really have compassion for myself and just focus more of my energy on liking who I am. And without those things, I would not be in this space where I, I like who I am. I accept myself. I had to go through that contrast in the past. But I say all this to say that <clears throat> I want you to assess in your life you know, what things have led you to being in this point right now? And can you see any sort of correlation? Can you become aware and shed light onto any correlation between the things that have happened in your life and the lessons that you learned from them to get to where you are today? Because this is really the secret, excuse me, this is really the secret to having a deep and unshakable trust and faith in life. Not just blindly believing that, yeah, everything's gonna align for me, man, because I just read it on the internet somewhere, but a, a, a genuine experiential knowing that no matter what happens, it's all good. So that instead of, instead of your mind, <clears throat> and this happens a lot in the spiritual community, instead of your mind, using your mind to convince you that, yes, I believe that this good thing is going to happen, and trying to convince yourself that this, I believe in this, this, this positive thing is going to happen in my life, you instead detach yourself from that and you work on feeling okay inside of yourself, you work on, on expansion, you work on growing and evolving as an individual, that you are no longer really attached to any outcome because you trust that either way, no matter what happens, no matter whether, whether this relationship with this person works out, no matter, no matter whether my business ends up working out and I end up being successful by conventional standards in this area, that it's all gonna be okay. It's all gonna be good because you no longer define this in your head, this idea of things ending up being all good and you ending up feeling like fully, totally successful and abundant. You, you kind of, Shake yourself free from this ideal in your head. 
because that's placing conditions on what it looks like for you to be happy in your life by saying that if things go this way, if things work out in this exact way that they're supposed to because my mind tells me that this is gonna be so good if it happens, then I'll be happy. This is not the way. This is not the way. <laughs> if you do that, not only are your hands going to cramp up and your fingers are permanently going to be fixed in this weird claw position, <laughs> But also you're going to be fighting with yourself along the way all the time because if things do not go according to your little plan inside of your mind, if things do not go according to your little controlled uh, structure of how you want things to go in your head, then you'll find that you start to become miserable or you start to become very annoyed at life because you might be stressed out, stressing over why is this thing not happening for me yet? Like for example, let's say you really want a relationship you might say to yourself, why is this not happening for me yet? And you might not be in that space of trust. You might not be in that space of faith because you're operating from a place of fear instead. You're operating from a place of fear, believing that what if I never find anyone? Or what if it never happens for me? Or what if I'm not manifesting right? What if I'm not doing it right? And so you might watch loads of videos on how to manifest, <laughs> how to manifest a relationship. But the thing is when you're operating from that space, you're also implying that you're not already complete and okay within yourself. How would I know this? It's because I've been in that space of wanting a relationship. And when you're in that space of wanting, it means it kind of implies that you're not okay with, you know, wherever you go or whatever you're doing whilst you're single. One second, let me take a sip of water because my mouth is dry. Please hydrate yourself. Ooh, yeah. love water bloody love water so I'm actually not I'm not that upset that the the weekly beverage this week is water because this is the most important beverage we could ever have but anyways what was I saying ah yes when you approach life with having these very rigid rigid ideas of you know ha these these goals these goals you have in mind um, it gets us into that space of resisting being in resistance not really just allowing things to happen naturally and organically like with the example i just gave how are you going to make space for a relationship to enter your field and enter your life naturally and organically in the way that the universe wants it to not the way that you want it to happen like oh my god we lay eyes on each other in the coffee shop whilst i'm ordering a matcha latte and they they order the same matcha latte and Oh my God, we just lock eyes and everything's just fucking magical. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about, you know, using your idealistic mind and uh, your, your kind of wishful thinking to dictate how your life should go, but really stepping out of your head, stepping out of your mind and allowing the magic to come from a divine intelligence that, as I mentioned earlier, knows way better than your mind does. And when we we put our trust into the divine intelligence to bring things into our life at the exact right time that they're supposed to, <coughs> excuse me, in the exact way that they are meant to, that is when we really, we put no time limit on things. We are no longer rushing for things and we are no longer creating misery in our day-to-day -day lives because we're not, we're not waiting for things to happen. We're being patient with the process. This is how you start believing, not not believing, actually that's the wrong word, I don't want you to believe, I want you to, to feel, I want you to know, I want you to trust that things happen on God's timeline. 
okay? They don't happen on your timeline. And whether or not you believe in a, in a deity, I'm asking you to believe in something greater than your personal self. Uh, well, I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just asking you to reflect on this, actually. But we have to understand that there is something greater than you, that knows better than you, this, div this divine intelligence that is going to it's going to take you along the stream. So imagine that you're in a river and you're floating on your back. And this is something that I like to do when I'm at the pool and I'm gonna to go to the pool after this video. You're lying on your back. You can't really see. You, this is what I love about swimming on my back actually when I'm at the pool. Sometimes I get really like, <laughs> really worried that I'm gonna reach the end of the pool and bang my head on the, on the edge, on the side of the pool. But when I'm floating there and in the pool that I go to, at night time, it has blue lights all over the ceiling. Kind of like these fairy lights, but it's kind of blue dotted lights, so it's kind of galactic and shit like that. But I, I, I swim like a little, it's kind of like, a, I feel like a squid when I'm doing it, a little squid that's kind of, I don't really know how to describe it other than that. <laughs> but it's like when a squid kind of does that, and its tentacles do that, I feel like a squid. Anyways, why am I talking about the pool? Oh yes, 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 sorry. <laughs> Clearly very high for this video. When I'm, when I'm squidding and I'm in the pool, you know, you can't see anything when you're doing this. Imagine that life, life is the stream and you are the person that's just kind of floating, floating. Most people are just going against the current. They're going against the current. And this might be you right now. You're trying to swim up the current, going against. And this is how, this is, this is creating resistance for yourself because you're saying, no, I want to get over there. I want to have that fancy shiny thing over there. I want to be over there where that person is. Please just get me to where I want to go. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And in doing so, you are in complete resistance to what the universe wants you to, to where, where the universe wants you to be and where you are meant to be. Because for example, you might be striving up there to get, to get that job or to get that relationship or to finally make that amount of money in your business or in your job. And... The universe is like, dude, you gotta, you gotta squid downstream a little bit. You gotta keep going this way because you might meet, you, you might meet this person along the way that you're supposed to meet. Or this opportunity might come into your life. I've got this opportunity for you over here. It's waiting for you over here. You're just not listening to it because you're so focused on how you think things should be and trying to assume that position of I'm in control because I believe, I believe this is going to happen for me. And it's time to surrender yourself. It's time to surrender yourself to God's timeline and to God's stream. And I've been hearing actually, you know, sometimes I hear these kind of little intuitive messages in my head that I don't really know sometimes what they mean. Oops. Sometimes I don't know what they mean, but one of the ones I've recently had in mind is to follow the stream. Follow, it's been in my head the past two months is just follow the stream because right now in my life, I'm in a position where I don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest. I, I'm just, I'm honestly just floating about life. And I'm going to be traveling a bit of the UK um, just to pursue a simple, a simple lifestyle and do something that's not working 40 hours a week in a job that I'm not particularly interested in anymore. Um, so for example, another way that I trust is I look and see that this time last year, I was bartending. 
I was bartending, it was my first bartending job and it was ex I was really excited to work there. I would go into work feeling happy and excited. And I learned the skills that I needed to learn in that job of learning how to bartend. That then helped me to become accepted at a workaway in Mexico where they, they wanted someone that had bartending skills. I probably would not have been accepted in the same way there or perhaps got that opportunity had I not gone to, uh, got my previous job bartending. So at that time in my life, I learned what I needed to learn. I learned those valuable skills. It helped me equip myself with the tools and the, back, the backpack necessary to then utilize them in something later on so that I could be ready for that opportunity later on. And, and I want you to recognize that every step in your journey, whatever's going on for you, whatever's transpiring for you, it is equipping you with the, the right tools the right mindset, the right upgrades in self-respect, or the, the right upgrades in learning how to love yourself, so that you can then bring those things and finally be ready for what the universe has for you later on down the line. So with the analogy I was giving you earlier, when you're following the stream of life and you are, uh, you are making sure that you are at one with the universal flow, I'm gonna talk a bit more about that in a second, it means that you understand that every little part of the river that you are flowing down, every little part of the stream that you're going down, it has its, it has its purpose. It has its place. It doesn't mean that you're going to stay there forever because obviously life is constantly you know, taking you where it wants to go. But you have to really allow yourself to let go. To let go of all these predefined and conditioned ideas and shoulds of what you think you should be, should be doing with your life. Just really be at ease. Allow things to feel graceful. Allow things to feel easy and effortless by just throwing your hands up and saying, I know you're gonna take care of me. I know fully, I know fully you are gonna take care of me. And mean it when you say that. Fully mean it when you say that. Because that means that the universe then has permission to then, you know, guide you and take you where you need to go. But, sorry, I need to take another sip of water because my mouth is dry again. Doing a lot of talking in this one. <laughs> We're already on 34 minutes, bloody hell. Please hydrate yourself. It's very important so that we can function better. Excuse me. Mm. Let me know in the comments as well. Where do you need to trust more in your life? Where are you trying so desperately hard to control things in your life? And so, again, going back to my little tangent earlier, um, hold on, sorry. Ooh, did you hear that? Sorry, my neck just clicked. Oh, I like moving it around from time to time. You don't have to do this as well, but you know, sometimes it's nice to have a little stretch <laughs> a little stretchy woo. <laughs> um, but with the example that I was giving earlier, let's say that you are trying to control um, the outcome in terms of wanting a relationship. You want someone to turn up in your life that has this trait and this trait and this quality and this quality and you're really trying to believe in, in it really, really hard. Can you just surrender to the prospect that maybe right now is not the time for you? Maybe the universe does not want you to enter a relationship right now because you may not be ready to receive it. You may not be the person 
that you are destined to be that is going to be able to hold maximum capacity and maximum space and a maximum loving atmosphere for your partner in the future. And this has happened to me in my life where I've wanted a relationship in the past, but it, if I had had a relationship at that time, I would not have been emotionally available enough to have one. <laughs> that's the paradox of it all. So that's why I always trust that God knows better than me. God knows better than my own desires. God knows better than my own wants. God truly knows what my, my, whole, my heart wants and my soul wants. So I'm gonna try and listen to that as much as possible instead of you know my wishful thinking of what I think I want, what, what my, my egoic self thinks it wants. And that's the thing, the ego is always going to grasp for what it believes is gonna make it feel this sense of inflated sense of self or make it feel like, wow, look at all I've acquired or look what I've got, for example you know, wanting, wanting and believing that, yes, I'm going to make X, Y, Z amount of money this year, or I'm going to do all these cool things that make me seem really successful in my life. I'm going to get that degree. I'm going to get that uh, diploma. I'm going to get that, uh, I don't know, insert examples here. I'm going to get that relationship. But really, sometimes the, the egoic desires, they really have no basis on what is meant for us in the moment. They have no true basis of what the universe wants and requires of us um, at that stage in our lives. So in the past, I may have wanted a relationship, but I would definitely not have been emotionally available and had the capacity to hold space for that in my life at the time. So I had to really understand this intuitively and know that when the time is right, when, when God says, when God gives the green light, it's gonna happen for me in its own time. And that's when I actually met someone is towards my the end of my travels in Mexico um, is and I met someone I met a guy that is amazing and I was not expecting it to happen neither of us were expecting it to happen you've got to be in a state of no not expecting not expecting and not demanding which is why I encourage you to stop believing stop believing that things are going to happen in this certain way and trying to affirm it to yourself, trying to convince yourself of that, but really relinquishing that, working on being okay either way, no matter what happens, every step that you're taking, just try and be okay with yourself, just try and work on having that inner peace within yourself, and not really having many demands for life, not expecting that things are gonna go this way, but allowing. When we allow, we remain open. It's, it's again, that analogy of you know floating down the stream. We have to just open our arms up open ourselves up and just be like, yep, if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. And if it's the right time, if it's what God, God's will wants, not my will, but God's will, if that's what he wants, then so be it. That means you are in a space, a receptive space to allow things into your experience and accept them with grace accept them with a kind of unexpected surprising kind of like oh wow i was not expecting this oh wow i was not expecting that random opportunity to come into my life oh wow i was not expecting that form of abundance to come into my life but here it is anyway and when you are in that kind of receptive state instead of kind of a demanding state demanding that things go your way or getting upset and getting frustrated with the universe when it's not giving you what you want, it's not giving you the results you want, 
that is really the space in which we open ourselves up and we become so entrenched in faith that we invite more of that beautiful allowing energy into our lives. We really surrender to the process. We surrender to every little, you know, bend and twist and turn going down the stream, knowing that it's all good. It's all going to flow to you when it's meant to flow to you. And oh, I just thought of another example. Oh, yes. Another example is when it comes to my YouTube and I've been on YouTube now for it's coming up to two months. So I've nearly been on YouTube for two months, not two months, two years. <laughs> I'm deluding myself, clearly. Uh, two years. And I know YouTubers that I think, I think, for example, Aaron Doughty, who I love on YouTube. Um, I'm actually doing his 21 day magnetic abundance challenge right now. If you, if you want to sign up, then I definitely would do as well, because it's, it's going really great so far. Um, but in his first two years on YouTube, I'm pretty sure that he got to like 1 million subscribers or f even half a million subscribers. And when I first came onto YouTube, I was worried about maybe people not watching my videos. I was like, oh, how many views is it going to get? And I remember I would ask my sister to watch the video that I'd just filmed to make sure that it's okay. Uh, because there, there was that perfectionistic self-conscious side of me in the beginning of this creative process. And in the beginning, I was concerned and I was concerning myself with the results. I was very focused on, you know, how many views can this get? I wonder if anyone's liked my video. I hope my video's okay. But as I've done this more and more, and I just on, honestly just focus on how much I love doing this. I think you can tell uh, being on my channel that I just love making these videos. Um, I'm very passionate about it and I love talking to you. I love being here and hope that you do too. Um, I've just come to understand and realize that it's not it's not about the numbers. It's never to me it's never going to be about the numbers. So even though I've been on YouTube for almost 2 years now and I I'm just shy of 1000 subscribers. To other people that might seem like the most mini, minuscule amount of growth ever, but it's not a problem to me. I'm literally here, you know. I'm 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 floating down the stream and I'm focused I'm focused on the sky. I'm focused on the vision that I see for myself and what I, what I hope to create is co to continue inspiring people and to continue adding value through the things that I create. And I'm just focused on that. I don't know, I don't know which direction I'm going in. So, you know, I'm doing that, I'm doing that floating movement, just kind of, you know, going down the stream, following on with the intuitive guidance that, um, that I receive in my life. And a really great example of this, by the way, uh, just before I digress off that one, is and before I get into that one I'm just going to quickly say that that's an example of loosening your sense of control and being okay with not knowing I'm, I'm okay with not knowing if my YouTube is going to grow or not I know that it will over time but I'm not going to be like I believe and I'm going to put my belief into I'm going to get 50,000 subscribers this year and you know trying to force and push that to happen within a certain time frame and you know going against, going against God's timeline of things but really I'm just saying, I don't know. Be okay with not knowing. Be okay, this is something that my mentor really taught me, is to just completely be okay with not knowing. Be okay with uncertainty. Because when you're just kind of still smiling amidst the uncertainty, you're still just working on how, how happy you feel within yourself, how much you're able to observe your mind so you don't get lost in it and caught up in it, 
that's really what matters on a day-to-day -day basis is, you know, are you actually present living your life or are you living in your head about every little thing? So I learned very quickly not to get too obsessed with numbers or likes or views because while I appreciate growth on my channel and I appreciate you being here, uh, especially if you're a new subscriber, for example, I understand that those things uh, and the numbers is not going to fulfill me sustainably in the long term. It's, it's kind of like a quick fix and it's an arbitrary thing. I care about how much I'm actually having an impact on your day-to-day -day life. I care about, you know, whether what I say has a, has a, and my presence has an impact on the way that people see themselves and see the world. And so I, I chose very, I, I learned very quickly early on not to focus on the growth and not to focus on trying to control, you know, things going my way in accordance to how I, my little ego wants them to go by being successful and, you know, growing on YouTube really, really quickly. So that's just another example. But again, I've just bloody forgotten the other, the other tangent that I was going to go on. Oh yes. So <laughs> right now I am traveling. I'm about to travel some of the UK and I'm going to be doing lots of different workaways around the country. And the reason that I know that this is what I'm meant to be doing right now uh, is because I was watching a film the other day called Sliding Doors and I highly recommend it. It's one of my favourite films. It's such a good film. Um, it's basically to do with the butterfly effect and how it basically shows two alternate realities. It shows one reality where the woman, the main character, she catches the train and then the series of events that follows after that. And then it shows another alternate reality where she doesn't catch the train. And I'm not gonna spoil it for you in case you decide to watch it, but her life goes in very different directions depending on that one thing that happens where she either gets on the train or she doesn't get on the train. But anyways, I was watching this film and in the film, it's, it mentioned Dorset which is a place down south in the UK. That's actually one of the places and the workaways where I'm going to. And that was that to me was just a confirmation that, right, I'm supposed to be going to Dorset. Why else would I have just watched this film very randomly on this off chance that my dad invited me to come watch this film and, you know, eat some pizza. We watched this very specific film and it specifically mentions in that film very randomly Dorset, which is not actually, I don't think it's that common of a place, but, I was watching it and I was like, oh, cool. That's how I know that I'm, I'm, I'm going in on the right path. I'm on the, I'm on the right tracks. Is that the universe is always going to communicate to you things. We just have to be willing to listen. So it's not just arbitrary signs. It's just really, it's that intelligence. It's that divine intelligence that I was talking about in the sense that everything is interconnected. Everything is part of an unfolding greater plan that we can't even begin to conceive how complex it is in our own minds. Just the fact that, you know, if this, it's like in the film, the film Sliding Doors, if this thing happens, then this thing later on will happen because this needs to happen and that needs, it needs to happen in this way and these two people need to meet in this certain way. And it's all a beautiful unfolding mystery. So be comfortable with this unfolding mystery. That's essentially what life is. It's one big, giant, fucking unfolding mystery. And if you can become okay with the unknown, that is to say you become okay and you become curious about the mystery of everything, 
in that you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where, where this opportunity that comes into your life is going to take you. But it's having that steadfast faith and steadfast trust that if it feels good in here, if it feels right to you and you can't really explain why, you don't really know why, then, and you follow it, you, you give yourself that permission and that trust in yourself to follow on with it, even if it doesn't make sense to other people, even if it doesn't really make sense to you, but you follow it anyways, that you will be divinely guided and you will be divinely led to where you went to go. This is how I ended up in Mexico. I started to see signs from Mexico everywhere as soon as I decided that I was going to go. And of course, at the time, it was a very big risk to take. But I have absolutely no regrets about that. It definitely took me where I needed to go. And during my whole traveling, I learned so many valuable lessons that are preparing me for my next adventure. For example, where I'm going to next and traveling more of the UK. And it helped me become a more evolved person, even though there were times on my solo trip where maybe I felt lonely or I felt confused about what I was doing or, you know, all these different things. But I met lots of different people along my path that really helped me to understand that everyone is my teacher. Everyone that comes into my field, they're a teacher for me. And I choose to see things that way. When you choose to see things that way, you see everyone as being a teacher, even though even some of the people that maybe piss you off or the people that upset you or hurt you or criticize you, they are also your teachers. They are also your teachers. And when you see it in this way, you will have no problem believing that things are always aligning for you because you always try and find the silver lining in any situation that comes your way. You try and find, you know, the gold, the gold that you can learn and add to your backpack of self-knowledge. And from that space, how can things bog you down? How can things weigh you down so much? How can things make you feel so shitty when you are always constantly willing to learn a lesson about yourself or about the situation whenever it's there? And then you, you end up being grateful. You end up thanking God. For example, with all the people that I've dated in the past when things have not worked out, maybe I felt like I didn't really connect with these people and I had to go through that process of realizing that or I had to go through the process of realizing that the only reason that I was attracting people that were emotionally unavailable is because I myself was emotionally unavailable. I had to go through all of those different things but I am so, so grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for all of it. And I'm, I, I encourage you to try and be grateful for some of the things that have happened in your life that maybe you, right, maybe right now you're in the level of consciousness where you cannot be grateful for it because it seems so horrendous or it seems like, how could that ever be a good thing? But trust me, everyone that's been in that kind of darker space that has come out through on the other side has eventually turned the very thing that once hindered them, the very thing that once broke them down into their biggest blessing in disguise. Like I would not be sat here talking to you today if I had not gone through uh, a childhood that felt very devoid of emotional support, I would not be able to talk about the things that I talk about today had I not gone through those experiences. So I'm very grateful. I feel very blessed that I can be here with you today sharing these things in the hopes that you can also uh, feel this and see this in your own life as well. Some of your most challenging things and even your trauma can be the blessing in disguise. It can be the thing that actually sets you on the path of learning to free yourself from the binds of suffering. And any spiritual teacher, any guru, any mentor has gone through some form of suffering to then reach those conclusions that they came to 
about how to transcend the suffering. So, you know, everything has its purpose. That's really the message of this video is that everything has its purpose. The people that trigger you, the people that bother you, the people that hurt you, even they have their, their purpose. Everything has to, um, it's everything is really part of this larger plan in life that is helping you to evolve, it's helping you to ascend. But anyways, in that film, Sliding Doors, sorry, my mouth is very, very dry. I don't know if I ate something salty earlier. Mm. Woo, that's some weird tasting carrot juice. Ha <laughs> ha. Sometimes I make shitty jokes and then I, I'm the only person laughing at them. But that's just, that's just part of life, eh? Sometimes we have to just laugh at our own jokes. But anyways, what was, it, what was I saying? Um, yes, after I watched the film Sliding Doors and I got that confirmation that Dorset, okay, that's where I'm meant to be going, um, I opened my fridge. I opened my fridge to get some vegetables. And on the bottom of the fridge, never, I've never seen this before, but only, it only became apparent in that moment, it said Snowdonia on it. I think it's a brand of refrigerator. I don't really know. I don't really know many brands of refrigerators to refer to, but it said Snowdonia. Snowdonia is a place in Wales and, and I actually applied to some workaways in Snowdonia who, uh, there's one person that is interested in me coming to work for them and volunteer for them there. So that's just kind of another seed that's been imp imprinted in my mind that, okay, Snowdonia, right, that is a, a kind of sign from the universe. And that's the thing, nothing, Nothing is, in life is coincidence. What are the odds of... I've opened that fridge at my parents' house many, many times and I've never, ever seen the little print, printed text that says Snowdonia on it until that day. So this is how we start following on with intuitive guidance. And sometimes maybe you don't receive a very clear message from the universe like I did when I went to Mexico or when I kind of get clue, these clues as to where I'm supposed to be going next. But maybe you just get a spark of inspiration to do something different with your life or to take that opportunity that's just coming your, your way or to see where that relationship with this person goes. Maybe you're, you're dating someone and you're not really too sure. You just follow on with that little inkling and you just, you stay open, you stay receptive to where it's gonna take you. That is what it means to be open to aligning yourself with the flow of the universe. It means that you are, you are open. You stay open. You keep yourself open to opportunities. A lot of times people don't even realize it, but opportunities are there. Like for example, someone might want to start a business and they already know that they have clients there. They already know that the demand is there, but they're closing their, themselves off because they think, oh no, I just don't think it's the right time to do this right now. I don't have enough resources to start this business right now. I just, I don't have enough time to focus on that because I'm doing my day job or, you know, we tell ourselves all these different excuses and the mind starts blocking us off. The mind starts blocking us off from actually doing certain things in our life because we are scared of going along with that un the mystery of the unknown. We are scared about trusting in the path that's laid out before us. And it's understandable. I, under I completely understand it, why you would be scared. Because what if things go wrong? Or what if you fail? You start that business and you fail. But truly, you know, Trust that even if you're 
even if, for example, your business does fail, let's say it doesn't do very well in the first year, that that's what you need to learn as part of that process. So, excuse me, always know that even if the things that you follow on in life do not eventually end up being successful as your mind really wants them to be and really wishes that they're going to work out in a certain way, just because they don't work out the way that you plan them in your head does not mean that you failed by any means. It means that you were just willing to open yourself up. It means that you are willing to expose yourself. And this is something that I have been really thinking about a lot lately is this idea of really exposing yourself, being okay with exposing yourself to the mysteries of life. And it's like in my own life right now, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I just trust that wherever I end up, whoever I meet, it's, it's exactly what's meant to happen. It's gonna happen in the way that it's supposed to happen. <clears throat> and all I, it's, it's the only thing that I have to do, it's the only job that I have really, is to just surrender to it all. Be okay with it all. And just learn along the way. It really, really is that simple. But we make it so hard. We make it so hard because we're living through our mind. And the mind is the one that's going to create a very idealistic fantasy and expectations of how things should go. And especially when it comes to relationships, for example, that is how we, we get in the way of things really flourishing and thriving in the way that they're supposed to, is we get in, in the way with our own expectations of wanting the other person to behave a certain way towards us or wanting that person to do that thing for us or you know we start expecting we start expecting someone else to fulfill our own needs we start expecting someone else to make us feel happy about ourselves we start expecting someone else to manage our emotions for us and again that's sourced by the mind having different expectations of how other people should complete you or fulfill you and i've been there done that and it doesn't work <laughs> It doesn't work, folks. That's why I created a whole playlist on my YouTube channel that is about dating and love life wisdom. Because that shit doesn't work, okay? I learned a lot of that from my mentor, that trying to, trying to control things in that way, it only, it only pushes things away further. But anyways, I'm going to wrap up the video here because we are on 58 minutes. Oh, bloody hell. And I want, I want to go to the pool so I can do my little squidding thing. Basically, in order to really believe, not believe, I keep saying believe, in order to really have faith that things are aligning for you, you seek the treasure, you seek the greater lesson, and you really just work on observing, observing whenever you are trying to skew and control the way that things are, and getting disappointed when they don't meet your expectations, like let's say you're not getting the results you want to see in your business and you start getting disheartened, you start getting discouraged, you start getting frustrated and wound up. Instead of allowing your mind to be so dictative of how you actually feel about your circumstances in life, you just observe that. You observe that tendency to try and, you know, cling and onto and, you know, force things to go a certain way and you, you just start to relax a little bit more. And this is a muscle that you have to build, but it's in, your it's in your nature to be a relaxed person. It's in your nature to be relaxed. 
the thing is it, it's, a, it's a learned pattern to start getting anxious about things. It's a learned pattern to start getting fearful about whether this, this relationship is going to go the way that you want it to or whether that opportunity is going to come into your life or whether you are going to make that amount of money. All those things, they are learned patterns that are trying to keep you in that survival mode because, you know, if we stay in survival mode, if we try and, you know, fix things and we try and make sure that things are always going in accordance to our plan, that means that we can feel safe. But really, it's about understanding that you are safe. You are safe. Give yourself permission to relax. To totally relax. And let's take a deep breath in together. So deep breath in through the nose. And long breath out through the mouth. Just relax. Relax. When you are in a state of relaxation, that is to say your nervous system is calmed, you've taken some deep conscious breaths, you're in tune with, you know, what your body feels like, the sensations in your body, and you are at one with the environment around you. That is to say, you are present, you are alert, you are here, you are observant. That is when we truly realize that there is nothing really to worry about. There is nothing that you need to fret about right now. If you are just here with me, if you are present with me, and your mind is quieting down, that is where there is no need to try and believe in good things happening for you. Because if you're present, if you're here, then that's where you find your peace. That's when we can really just do what we need to in the moment, do what we need to every step of the way, do the best that we can, knowing that it's all going to work out for you. And I really hope that after this whole chat that we've had today, you gain a deeper understanding of what it really means to know in your heart that things are aligning for you. You may not be able to understand and comprehend that 100% and that's okay because I remember being in a space myself where things felt very shaky. Like I remember, I remember once, um, I had to move out of my old house and I had to sleep on my cousin's sofa because of um, a family situation that was quite difficult for me to deal with at the time. And, oh, this is the anecdote that I was going to tell you about, actually, that you might find interesting. Um, that was a very difficult time for me because I thought that I'd worked on um, my family issues so much and dealing with my family so much. and. I thought that I'd, I'd gone through a lot of inner work, I'd gone through a lot of inner processing and then something just came into my life and something happened that just really shook up, shook me up again. It, it kind of felt like I was going back to square one, like I just felt really angry towards my family again. I felt really resentful. I felt myself slipping back into really bad habits. Um, and I remember at the time I was smoking, I was smoking cigarettes and I went out for a cigarette and I, st I sat on the front door um, and I think I'd woken up really late that day because I just got into really bad habits. I was just sleeping a lot and not really doing much with my life. Um, and I just felt, I didn't know what my, fi I didn't know my financial situation at the time was just like, I didn't have a job. I hadn't found my bartending job at that point. So I was just like, 
feeling pretty hopeless, to be honest, feeling really, really lethargic and in a bit of a dark space. Luckily, at the time, it didn't really last that long, but I remember, I remember writing in my diary, like, I haven't felt this low in such a long time. <laughs> um, but I remember sitting on the doorstep, and this is very significant because I had done an inner work course about eight months prior to this moment, maybe less than that, say six months prior. And part of that inner work program, it was like a group coaching program with women. And we were asked to do an exercise to close our eyes and feel into our intuition of a little emblem or symbol that, that represents the universe being on our side, that, that, you, that represents the universe being there for us. So an example of a little totem, as they called it. Um, a, to a totem example would be a feather. And I think that's what my, my coach's um, totem was. It was a feather. So whenever a feather appears in her life, she sees it as kind of a divinely guided uh, signifier that everything's okay, you're on the right path, keep doing what you're doing, and it's all going to be okay. You're, you're good, you're, you're solid, don't worry. And during that exercise, Ex exercise. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone Scottish. <laughs> but during that exercise, um, I remember for some reason I had this little image and this intuitive feeling of seeing both an eagle and seeing pink flowers. So from that point onwards, my little totem, if you will, was an eagle and pink flowers. And Months went by, months went by, maybe I saw like a little eagle on someone's t-shirt here and there and it was a fun thing to play around with. But months and months and months down the line, I'm sitting on my cousin's doorstep, smoking a cigarette, it's raining outside or it's very, I remember it being very miserable weather outside and I just felt really glum. I think I was crying and I just felt, I felt shit to be honest. And all of a sudden, I look up and in her garden, just as there had always been. It had always been there in plain sight. I'd only just realized it. Her car was parked and on the front of her car was the, I think it's, per, maybe it's not Peugeot, but it's, it's the car brand that is kind of a griffin. A griffin is a cross between an eagle and a lion, but it looks, it looks so much like an eagle. And then on either side of that, there's, a pot of pink flowers on the left, a pot of pink flowers on the right. And I remember looking up at that and it hit me. I was like, oh my God, wow. It's, it's the totem. It's the totem that I thought of ages ago. And I, I just burst out crying. I, I burst out into tears because at that, po at that point, I just felt this kind of beautiful, inner relief it was like a it was like a relief it was it was a knowing that i'm gonna be okay this is this is what's supposed to happen right now i'm meant to be here i'm meant to be seeing this right now i'm meant to be going through this hardship right now and there is a purpose to all of this and that was my confirmation at the time i cannot really i cannot really describe it other than it just being this sense of relief of i can I can let go of my resistance now. I can trust that this has all been planned this way. This has all worked out and it's working out in my favor. And I know that because why else would I have 
with my mind months and months and months ago have thought of those exact two things that represented my little emblem, my to totem, at a time where I felt the lowest I had felt in a really long time. Yeah, I saw it at the exact right time that I needed to see it. And that in my heart just confirmed to me that there is a powerful loving force that is guiding me on my journey. And sometimes I might forget this. Sometimes it's really, really easy for you to forget this. But trust me, it is there. And any pain that you're going through right now, it has its purpose. And you might not be able to see it right now. You might not be able to understand it right now, but right now together we are planting the seed, even the tiniest seed of faith into your mind and into your heart and into your spirit that it is purposeful. It is divine and placed there for your highest good. But I want you to really feel this in your in yourself and not just believe what I'm saying. This is something that really has to be experimented and experimented with because obviously it's going to look, you know, the signs that you get from the universe and the different messages that you get or different uh, insp divine inspiration, it's going to look different from person to person. But really it's, it's kind of a relationship that you're building with the universe, getting to know the ways that it speaks to you, getting to know the ways that it's guiding you and being an influential force in your life. So it might plant certain people in your life that deliver certain messages or things that you need to hear at the times you need to hear them, or it might send an opportunity in your life to work with this certain company or to take on board something that you've never really done before. And it's, it's these things that we must pay attention to because if, it feel, if you feel it, if you feel it in here and you think, wow, okay, this seems like something that I need to do right now, then have faith, have faith in that. Don't second guess stuff like that. Don't doubt yourself inside because the more you strengthen that feeling inside of, this is what I'm meant to be doing. I feel this in my heart. I know this feels right to me right now. I know I might be a little bit scared. I might be a little bit apprehensive, but still I feel like this is the right divine step to be taking. From that point, you, you do what you can and you release the rest. You let go and let God. I'm gonna end it there because we've been talking for a really long time. Thank you so much for being here. Again, please like the video if you enjoyed today's, today's topic. And I've really enjoyed being here. It's been a lot of fun, actually. Uh, usually, um, again, I, d I don't really have a lot of notes. I, I just like to free flow. So I've actually spoken a lot longer than I thought I would be able to on this certain topic. But thank you so much for being here. And I will see you next time. Bye bye.